Bennett's Bridge versus James Stevens. With thanks to Nolan's Gala Ardnor, your local convenience store in Delhi, delivering wholesome and local produce with excellent service. Yes, indeed, and you're very welcome to Dansport on an absolutely dreadful evening, but the game is going ahead. Referee Richard Dowling inspected the pitch about a half an hour ago. The pitch was always going to be perfect. The only thing the players have to deal with tonight is the horrible wind blowing from the village end of Dansport down towards the country end here. James Stevens out in their traditional green and red. Uh, lads ready for battle. And Bennis Bridge now forming their huddle. Of course, uh, Brian, uh, Brian was going through the... Um, Details with Robbie there if you were tuned in about uh, permutations and what can happen and now that we're into the latter end of the uh, league campaign just to give you the standings in this table well Glenmore on top on four points James Stevens are on two in second place joined by Bridge, so both of them on two points Greg Ballycallan are on two they'll play Shamrocks Ballyhill tomorrow at half past four in Callum we'll cover that game also for you live here on KCLR 96FM Shamrocks of course on one point after an epic draw with Aaron's own of Castlecomer in Kilmana last Saturday evening so that's the standings in the table so realistically Mark there's not a lot between them the referee is going to get us on the way here it's horrible for hurling but the pitch is perfect here we go yeah game is on yeah look uh, just for the uh, listeners uh, the bridge are playing with that strong wind in the first half so they're going to have to make hay you know it's probably about a, a 7, 8 maybe 10 point wind well, here comes Venice Bridge. Connor Murphy wearing number seven for them. I'll give you both lineups in a moment. There's two late changes on the Bridge team. In comes number 18, which is Jason Clear, and number 22, uh, Jamie Harkin, is in, and they're in for Stephen Holden. And Shane Byrne doesn't start, so there will be positional switches there. The village are playing down towards the village end. The Bridge defending it. Bridge playing with the strong wind in this the opening half here, and we're just up and running here on KCLR 96. And there's the four mentioned number 22, James Jamie Harkin for Venice Bridge but the ball goes downfield tidied up by Niall Brazel at centre back for the village and a great ball downfield and a great take into difficult conditions by Ross Whelan fine player fine hurler direct ball into the full forward line it's not going to stick that much tonight because it's wet and sticky but the bridge have started and defended the first three balls or two balls that went that way and again move it through the middle of the park Bill Hughes good game last week switches it over to the right hand side the striking has got to be good that looked like a push in the back referee Richard Dowling agrees with me first free of the game but good lively start Mark yeah absolutely Uh, just looking there King Kenny is out in midfield he was in corner forward a lot of the time the last day uh, he's out in midfield now I think that'll suit him better and um, yeah just trying to see there if, if the village put anyone in place there at the back end the sweeper that uh, against the wind but it doesn't look that way the so only, far the only news we got is the 15 that's on the programme or the 15 that's starting but the, what people are saying the changes are is from the programme last week yeah so. Jeremy Cody came back in for Ben Lawler and William Spencer came back in for James Terrell yeah and William Spencer is a, a welcome addition and uh, two lads would be a welcome addition to the village so a lot at stake here the free is on that far side the man to take it is Nicky Clear, Clear of course pitched in with a few last week and there it is gone in towards the goal and it's gone in and over the bar so Nicky Clear has got the first score of the night here in Dansport and uh, you wouldn't like to be out there playing tonight Mark, No I tell you we're in the right <laughs> spot here but uh, <laughs> That's no, why it, we bought this team it's, <laughs> it's actually it's it's nearly an impossible night for Hurling you know Witter against the wind it's uh, it's going to be so scrappy Ooh, going, that's high. it's a free in for the bridge again and it's a score we want for Nicky Yeah we might see a few like that tonight as well because players slipping and sliding but that time it was a little bit rash Dermot Cody has been penalised here referee Richard Dowling given the free and so the bridge team lines out with end of clearing goal the full back line of Danny Coyne end the Morrissey captain and Daniel Murphy at left corner back Shane Bourne hasn't started so there's positional switches uh, in comes number 18 which is Jason Clear and uh, David Blanchfield at 6 Connor Murphy is at 7 Bill Hughes is wearing number 8 in the middle of the park partnered by Kevin Blanchfield half forward line James Hughes Sean Morrissey and number 18 
is uh, coming in also which is Jason Clear Timmy Kelly reverts back with Nicky Clear and the man I mentioned number 22 Jamie uh, Harkin at the full forward and Jack Campion corner forward uh, yeah, that was a score there. That, that he free, just got it. He got yeah, the second Nick, one, yeah. Nicky Clear got it. So it's two points to nothing to, to the bridge there uh, and a line ball for them now on the far side uh, there halfway. Mickey Welch is at this 28 years. You're being tested tonight. Every woman Nicky Kenny has an umbrella and they decide to stand straight in front of the KC Lord because uh, they don't right. care about Hennessy yeah, or Dowling. Right. They don't care. We'll be grand. We can't give out to them tonight. They're brave people to be out. As the bridge no. come forward, they're looking for their third score and that's a centre-back has ventured David forward. Blanchfield. And David Blanchfield, it's that's wide. a wide ball. It's the first wide of the evening here. But you said it, Mark, earlier on. I mean, seven-point win, eight-point win, or two yeah, up already. Yeah, if not more, uh, they'll need everything because... Uh, the br- the bridge seem to be pushing everyone up. They're, they're really um, pushing players into the top half with the wind. Uh, might make it easy enough for, for the village to spoil it if they can, you know, and just make it a scrappy first half. Ball comes forward into the middle of the park. Pitch is perfect, as I've said. Here comes James Stevens. Keen Kenny, number 10, the inter-county player. Good, strong hand pass infield towards his corner forward. This is on Gilfile. Great run by Gilfile in towards the 20-metre line. Switches back out towards Kenny. The shot's coming in. That's gone in and over the bar. Good move. Smoking it down through the middle. But it was very good by the village. Moving it forward that time. That's gone in and over the bar. And I think, did Kenny finish it? We struggled uh, to see King it with the Kenny, Yeah, we struggled to see it. I think it was King Kenny got it, but... Uh, Owen Gilfile started it off where he left off in the last two matches. He's been, I think, he's been kind of standout forward for them. Really, he's been, he's been so uh, dangerous running forward with the ball, you know, and his free taking has been outstanding. Two points to one. Benesbridge lead the village here. Benesbridge on the attack again from the puck from their goalkeeper in the clear. Played very well last week as this ball comes downfield. He's listed at centre forward Sean Morrissey, but he's playing full forward at the moment. In he goes, lays it up. Nicky clear goal chance here. Oh, he just missed it. Or was he hooked from behind? He was, and if he was hooked from behind, it was great work by Niall Delaney. Niall Delaney got the hook. Yeah, still really in play. Still in play. Umpire watches it along the line. Pushing the back. That's free a definite out free out there. And the referee, I always say Richard Dowling is very consistent. And no matter what we say, if we compliment a referee here, there's always someone giving out about him somewhere. Ah, but anyway, yeah, no, he's, not he's, an easy night for Richard. Ref. Richard is solid, yeah. Very solid. Free out to the village and a deserved one. But the bridge are getting the chances. Uh, for, yeah, uh, but it can, if, if they don't score them, now it's, it's early yet. Yeah, it's only five minutes gone. But if they don't score, we can get frustrating because you have that sense that you have to win and you have to get as much value out of it as possible. So if they don't start going over, you know, frustration can set in, you know, and that'll suit the village. I'd say we could see floodlights fairly soon as well because the scoreboard. Yeah. I'd be surprised if they don't come on by half time anyway. Yeah, well, the scoreboard is luminous here. A fine scoreboard here in Dan's Fort. And it is two points to Venice Bridge, one point to James Stevens. The evening closing in in a horrible, windy, wet night storm. Betty on the way to the Carlock and Kenny area. So hold off Betty for about an hour and a half, and we'll be happy with you then. But here come Venice Bridge to defend this one. Moving out of the fence there. Bill Hughes is back there this time. Pop play breaks down, though. Bridge still have it, but they're struggling to clear their lines. There's a bit of pressure coming from the village, but it's good ball play and retention from Venice Bridge. Yeah, it was good tackling by the village. It certainly was, but they're still coming out, Bennis Bridge, toward the middle of the park. The referee has spotted a foul here, and someone has been caught on the arm, and I think it's a free out. It's a free out, yeah. Free out to Bennis Bridge. The man that was fouled was Connor, Connor Murphy. Early days yet, Mark. We have exactly six minutes played here. Two points to the bridge, one point to James Stevens. You said at the outset there wouldn't be much between them. They're certainly not. No, but it's only six minutes. But I just think um, the bridge needs to be careful not to crowd the top half for them. Uh, even with the wind just to keep it quite open and see can they, can they maximise on, on, on space to score he fancies this free from his own 45 yeah. he's thrown it up into the it's elements gone wide. Well, it's gone wide yeah. it's gone wide the elements have uh, taken it out so that's two wides for Bennett's Bridge of course yeah. Nicky, Nicky Clear doesn't miss many frees but it's, it's, it's difficult even with the wind there you know to gauge it 
And our first round uh, game, Bennis Bridge defeated Aaron's own by 121 to 112. James Stevens had a 221 to 117 victory over Greg Ballycallan in round two. Greg Ballycallan 17 points to Bennis Bridge 14. And Aaron's own, of course, who play, who play in uh, St John's Park tonight. They drew with the Shamrocks in this group. Glenn Moore 218 to James Stevens 23. It was a one point win for Glenn Moore in a cracking game last weekend. And here in Dansfort, it's two points to one. We're into the seventh minute here on the first game live on KCLR this weekend thanks to Nolan's Gala Art North your local convenience store and deli delivering wholesome and local produce with excellent service bit of stalemate on the far side there's a rook for yeah, possession very scrappy very very scrappy but I think Mark in these conditions we're going to get a lot of that yeah yeah it is it's going to be difficult for Richard Dowling the refs as well to, to manage that and, and you know try and work out what's a free and what's not a free you know lads are being honest there Dylan McCody is loose it seems on the, on the half back line he seems to be uh, he missed his first touch there he did yeah but he seems to be kind of playing as a spare man at the back there he got a bit of a dig out there from Adam O'Connor at corner back but the ball still favours the bridge and the hand pass then into wet conditions no, wasn't uh, good it goes along the ground and it's cleared by Dermot Cody back down to the middle of the park and the bridge uh, James Stevens again we're going to see a lot of this. It's not good. Direct play. The ball is won by Bennis Bridge. They're steaming through the middle of the park. Kevin Blanchfield played very well last week. Fine, strong player. Goes from distance. Kevin. Yeah, he's got it. I think he's got it. Yeah, it's a good score, but he's a fine, strong player. He'd only one yeah. thing on his mind even before he got that ball. I'm going yeah. for this. I have the wind and Kevin's got it. Yeah, and he's very he's very strong breaking onto the ball around the middle there and carrying it forward through the, through the opposition half-back line, you know, which he done there. Never seen as many golf umbrellas, not even at the no. Belfry for the Open. Three points, Bennis Bridge, one point to James Stevens. The bridge are playing with that strong wind as the ball comes back downfield. This time, James Stevens gather in the middle of the park. Low ball, right in towards the full forward line, towards Owen Gilfoyle. Oh, he's gone on a brilliant run, but he was hooked. And the man who did a bit of work there was Timmy Kelly. Free in. It's going to be a free in. And not for Timmy's challenge, the referee's indicated it was a foot high after he went on a bit of a run. And the referee, Richard Dowling, doing his. Nigel Owens on it explaining to the crowd why that free was given so he lifted his left foot so he, he reckons that he was caught there so it's an ideal opportunity for Owen Gilfile he's been steady in the freeze he'd pull it back to a one point game here Mark yeah. early days yet it'll be 3-2 when he sticks this one over the yeah, ball yeah well like the, the other side like be 10 minutes gone you know by the time this puck is taken um, Village would be very happy one point just keep it like that uh, again Gilfile is very dangerous in there he's on to any break and he's lightning quick you know and he's very direct there's Owen Gilfoyle that's gone in and over the bar that was never going to be anywhere else two points for the village Owen Gilfoyle with that free we're giving Keen Kenny the first one yeah, you'll, yeah, have, yeah. you'll have to excuse us if we're wrong because uh, the brollies are causing a bit of a problem but I do think he got the return ball and stuck it in and over the bar for the bridge two frees from Nicky cleared a point from Kevin Blanchfield and now it's end to clear with the puck out in his black and white hoop jersey the bridge of course playing with their traditional green and gold hoops and James Stevens in their traditional red and green. Lovely hand pass floated out to the far side. Midfielder is Luke Scanlon. Luke's the captain this year. Fine ball to the full forward line. Just trying to hit the target man in there. Beam Rafter Beam has Rafter, it. Big man. He won it the second bite of the cherry. He plays it back around the corner. Keen Kenny again. Rafter did well. Kenny turns onto his left hand side. Oh, There's a free in. free in. It's going to be a free. There was obviously a foul there. So Keen has won the free. So another chance for Owen Gilfile. And if he scores this mark, we're on three points apiece. Yeah, yeah. The village will be happy. I think they've started. Ten quite, minutes played. Yeah, the village have started quite sharp. Some of their bigger players there on a lot of ball you know so that's what they'll want tonight um, and uh, which is a big thing Keen Kenny is in the game you know right from the off uh, on Gilfoyle inside and Luke Scanlon as well they're kind of very prominent so far Did Robbie ask you for your prediction for this championship yet he did uh, no I'm avoiding <laughs> he any asked, of that he, stuff he asked me as well I'm avoiding it as well <laughs> <laughs> he hides in the studio we have to see the people yeah. uh, here's the free in for Gilfoyle three points to Bennett's Bridge two points to James Stevens. splendid facility here in Dansfort beautiful pitch up the back they've got fantastic pitches of course the 
old pitch that everyone's familiar with travelling to Waterford over the years He's oh, hit that wide, wide, Brendan. Yeah, but it's yeah. Diff- difficult conditions. Oh, extremely difficult, yeah. So that's their first wide for the village. That's right, yeah. I know you couldn't you couldn't uh, blame anyone, uh, any free taker missing a uh, free tonight with or against the wind, you know. You have a difficult job as well. We have a detailed men's wear man of the match tonight, Mark, 50 euro voucher. So you have to pick out a star player tonight. And to people at home, you can text 083-306-9696 to be able to chance of winning that 50 euro voucher for detailed men's wear. Kilkenny, as uh, the village break this ball on the far side, working hard and starting into this game very well. Dermot Cody, but I think he's ran out of space yeah. but it looks like it's come off a bridge player because the linesman has indicated that is the James Stevens ball yeah I think Richard Dowling overruled uh, overruled him uh, I think he went with, with a bridge ball first and then he overruled him I think and it's coming out now anyway I wouldn't fancy being a linesman tonight never no. mind the referee no it's hard even to see the ball really you know just uh, Mark and I were talking off here. This is similar, rem- reminiscent of, uh, if you watch the television programme, Deadliest Catch. That's what this is like down here tonight with the rain and wind. Here come James Stevens coming forward, looking to get something on this one. I think that's Tygo Dwyer on the far side, knocked it in around the house, but did it stick? No, the bridge play a bit of ground hurling. Was that an illegal challenge? No, referee is happy to let it go. No, uh, he's, no it's coming out. he was delaying it. He's given the free now. Three points, Bennis Bridge, two points, James Stevens. It was always going to be a bit scrappy, Mark, but what have you made of the first 11 minutes? Yeah, look, there's, not, there's nothing between them, really. And I'd say if it was a nice evening, it'd be similar. You know, it'd be tit for tat, I'd imagine. It's been like that in the last number of years between the two of them. You know, they're two quality teams, a lot of quality players, so... You know, it's probably going to go to go to the wire. I'd imagine, particularly with the weather. But even so, uh, without the without the bad weather, I'd imagine it would it would be tight anyway. Well, certainly so. Here comes uh, the free from the half back line. Downfield it goes. James Stevens defended very very well. Breaking ball went as far as William Spencer. William knocked it across towards a right half back position, and back there for them is Ross, Ross Whelan. Whelan. Yeah, Ross Whelan, lovely stick work. He did very well to play that against the ground. Knocked it back in field. The bridge. Defending now, and they have defended it very, very well. Amanda uh, comes out with that ball is Jamie Harkin. Goes across the middle of the park now with the Andrew man, Kevin Blanchfield. He hardly fancies this from there. Maybe he does, and, and he's wide. just gone to the left and wide, but it'll just give you an indication of how strong that wind is. Meanwhile, it gives referee Richard Dowling a chance to tie his lace. So it is Senior Hurling League Group A. It is round three. It's Bennett's Bridge, three points. James Stevens, two points. It's a good job that scoreboard lights up because yeah. we'd struggle to see it. Yeah, absolutely. But just with the wind as well, the bridge have the wind. Uh, you know, I, I wonder how big an advantage it is because the rain is so heavy and it's just sheeting down. So like, it's very hard to shoot with, with that, even with the wind. You know, it's, it's very hard to have your, have your radar on. It certainly is. The ball is back down the middle of the park. Can James Stevens get the levelling score? A chop down there, blocking the ball, going inside towards the 65, and Bennisbridge again tidied up, and that looks like uh, Kevin Blanchfield again back there in a defensive role at the moment, but they're all struggling to get it up now, and James Stevens are the team that's advancing forward in this scrappy play. The ball just seems to be moving forward along the ground, but again, the bridge come out, gather it, and there's people in front of us struggling to hold on to their umbrellas. That will give you an indication. How difficult is it to hurl in this? Comes downfield for the bridge, trying to turn back in field. James Stevens defend that and just struggling to hang on to it floodlights are on Brendan yeah floodlights are on there now Tygo Dwyer or not Tygo Dwyer with Sean Morrissey the Bennett Bridge number 11 that's a free that's out a to the village yeah. that's a definite free and that, that, there's nothing as bad as an injury to that because when you have two lads the two hips going against one another that's a sore one yeah I think it's Nicky Clear and it's definitely Dear McCauley just yeah. down I think, I think uh, he's, come out, he's come out the worst of it he's come out the worst of it yeah um, and he's playing there as a kind of a, a, sweeper, yeah. a sweeper at the back when he can he seems to be dropping back on his own yeah the referee's uh, given a yellow card to the man from the bridge so he obviously yeah. wasn't happy with that he must have led with the hip and it looked like that was the type of challenge it was yeah it might, might be a bit harsh the yellow there but, but uh, it was maybe a loose hurler that but uh, 
maybe a little harsh but uh, yeah Dermot Cody is down but like I Sneaky Clear they got the yellow yeah that's right um, you know if the village I'm sure the village are going to milk any of these stoppages uh, you know there'll be no rush to get this going again they're oh. uh, they're a quarter of the way through this um, or half the way through this half so you know a quarter of an hour gone quarter of an hour gone and the scoreboard reads three points to two we have an injury and Robbie has someone because we're out and about across Kilkenny tonight brave souls out there hurling brave people watching the matches here in Danesport it's three points to Bennis Bridge two points to James Stevens. let's see what's happening elsewhere Yes, thanks very much, Brendan. There are five other games taking place across Kilkenny tonight. Two in the senior. The first senior game is between Clara and Tullerone. Martin Quilty is in Erlingford for us, and he has a report. Robbie, we're currently ten and a half minutes gone here in Arlingford in the St. Canis' Kilkenny Senior Hurling League round three game, Clara versus Tullerone. It is currently Tullerone three points, Clara two points. Clara getting the first score on the board after three minutes, a Matt Kenny point. Shane Welsh followed this up to draw the game with a free after four minutes, one point apiece. Martin O'Connell got a point for Clara then to leave the score 2-1 in favour of Clara, but two points, one for Mossy Keown and a free from Shane Welsh has put Clara three points to two ahead in miserable conditions here in Arlingford. It really is terrible. I can't see this game really finishing. There's water starting to appear on the pitch as well. But as we speak, just over 11 minutes gone and it is Tullerone leading this game three points to two. Yes, thanks very much, Martin. Tullerone 3, Clara 2 there. The other senior game is between Glenmore and Aaron Zone. That's cur- currently taking place in St. John's Park. Raymond Byrne is there for us. Raymond, how have the opening 15 minutes gone there? Opening 15 minutes, good evening. It's seven points to Glenmore, two points to Aaron Zone. Um, Aaron Zone, two scores have come from the sticks of Jack Buggy, one from play and one from free. Although Jack has missed two frees in that opening opening quarter and then more have looked the brighter but scores have come from Cahill Byrne one point Alan Murphy two two frees and Gerald were two points Alan Murphy currently stands over a free for, for Glenn Moore as we speak Glenn Moore did have a goal opportunity for Cahill Byrne struck the post after about 12 minutes and that ball has gone wide so their score remains seven points to two here Robbie Perfect. Thanks for the moment, Raymond, and we will be back to you very, very shortly. Rory Kenny is at Connie versus Liz Downey for the first of our intermediate reports today. Here's Rory. Three points to Liz Downey, two to Connie. The quality of the game is very good for the conditions that we're in. Very, very short report there from Rory. But you did hear that it is three points to Lizdowney. Connie, two points. Eddie White, Eddie Doyle rather, is at the Blacks and Whites versus Thomastown game. Here's a report in from that one. Robbie, there's 10 minutes gone here in Instig in this intermediate game between Thomastown and Blacks and Whites. It's three points, Thomastown, one point, Blacks and Whites. Obviously to say, Robbie, the conditions here are not great. Plenty of rain falling, the underfoot conditions are soft as well. Plenty of players slipping and sliding. But yeah, Thomastown took the lead there with three points, pointed free. Uh, Alex Cast there, number 22, starting the wing forward. Alex got a point as well, and Peter McDonald got a point. Sam Bourne answered on t- answer or replied on 10 minutes then with a point from play as well. So currently 10 minutes gone in the Stig. Thomastown, three points, Blacks and Whites won. Thomastown, three points, Blacks and Whites won. We are hoping to get an update from the St. Martins uh, game very, very shortly. They are taking on the Fenians. But until we do get that update, it's time to hand back to Brendan Hennessy and Mark Dowling for commentary of Bennis Bridge and James Stevens. Brendan, it's back over to you.
Thanks very much, Robbie. Well, just interesting to hear Martin Quilty's uh, message there that the water was starting to gather on the pitch. There'll be no watering, as Mark said, gathering on the pitch here. But I have to say, conditions are absolutely deteriorating. And it's, in a, it's dreadful the rain at the moment. There's even people turning around to us and opening up their arms and saying, what the hell? But anyway, it's four points to two because when you were away, we had a few stoppages. We had another yellow card. Liam Rafter picked up a yellow card for a bit of a lunge uh, in the full forward line. And in the meantime, Kevin Blanchfield, as the bridge worked the ball downfield, went from a mediocre distance again. He was about four. 40, maybe 35-40 metres out way over on the far side and he stuck it in and over the bar so it's four points to the bridge two points to James Stevens, and uh, it will be a low scoring game but uh, one would wonder if this driving rain continues uh, how safe it will be to play I know that uh, the pitch is perfect Mark we've reiterated that it's a fantastic surface there's loads of grass that won't be an issue but uh, we have serious problems with weather now Yeah I, I thought the weather was bad up to 5-10 minutes ago but it's absolutely atrocious now it, it's it's not playable really uh, no, unless it unless it dies off another little bit it's after really whipping up there uh, yeah the bridge bridge have a free here um, he's going to go for this too he's, uh, he is he's, yeah, he's, we, banging, he's banging the half well line yeah, the, line, the lines the are washed line. off and whoever the volunteers that mark these pitches are great people obviously marked earlier on but there's nothing you can do it's walk, walk being washed away but from the middle of the park it's driven in by Nicky Clear and it's gone wide it's gone to the right and wide I think that is their third or fourth wide I back. have him down for four yeah. uh, four, four, yeah. Wise, four yeah. wides yeah. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying I don't know how huge the, the wind as strong and all as it is how huge an advantage is with that with that rain because it's just you know it's nearly impossible to see the ball here here's another man with an umbrella he says I'm after listening already going to know these fellas now he's in front of us now so that's a great take Keen Kenny. compliments Keane Kenny great take by Keane cuts in field tried to play it off the left I thought he was going for a shot but he got it to Luke Scanlon and the captain of the village sends it to a right half forward position plays closed down a small but comes back out towards Luke Scanlon there's a cluster of players in a right half forward position and it is uh, Keane Kenny who's back in the action there but, the bridge, uh, the bridge have got it, it and they have it cleared back to the middle of the park and trying to control it on the stick was Jack Campion probably nervous enough about getting it into the hand because it's so slippy but it skidded off that as well Niall Brazel sends it back down but again Bennett's Bridge is a little like the school playground now it's backs and forwards up one way back the other yeah, and out come the bridge a lot of the game has been played in the middle third uh, Brendan I think it's just down to the weather it's 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 whichever team are trying to work it out is just breaking down the middle third clearance is coming from the either full back line or only making it to the middle third you know yeah and the man that's gone on the run here now is Ross Whelan I think the ball has been spilled yes it has because uh, Bennis Bridge come out with this again free Still out horrible conditions that it's a free out and the referee is very consistent Richard Dowling difficult night for Richard and his officials as well 21 minutes advantage. he gave he an did. advantage he did he certainly did ooh that's, that's high that's a definite free that's a definite free. He's indicating it's a high challenge. Still remains four points to two, Mark. Uh, Bennisbridge leading. It could be five points to two now. As I always say, if the score, there'll still only be a puck of a ball in it. But uh, I don't want to keep on about it. But this is absolutely horrific yeah, conditions. It yeah, no, it's, it's not fair really, to be honest. But it's hard to believe we're in the middle of August and we're looking at this. The, uh, free for free for uh, Nicky Clear here for the bridge. Just just between the 45 and the 65, he should score. Uh, as difficult and all as it is with the wind uh, into the rain, he should score they'll only put them 5-2 up if he does the village will be very happy there's 22 minutes gone you know they might only be they're only 2 points down at the minute this might put them 3 points down but they'll still be very happy with that well he has the free this game brought to you with thanks to Nolan's Gala Ardnor your local convenience store and Delhi. the free has been taken and that is a white flag yep. it's another white flag for Bennis Bridge and Nicky Clear so I make that three frees for him he has picked up a yellow card as well dead on count on the scoreboard but the lead by three five points to the bridge two points to James Stevens. but James Stevens are playing into Hurricane Betty at the moment here in Danesfort and thanks for the greetings Philip Ireland thank you very much he's welcomed us to the parish thank you very much indeed here come 
Bennett's Bridge. Oh, it's very scrappy there, isn't oh, it? Oh, it's like a rugby match at the yeah. minute. There's a scrums and rooks and tight play. James Stevens have Keen it. Keane Kenny has yeah. it. Hard working Keane Kenny. Back to Niall Delaney. Good steady player to Niall. Intelligent ball down into the corner. That looks like it's gone out over the line. And it will be a line ball. I'm only guessing it is, but it is. As, yeah, it's gone to the players are yeah, standing back out, now. Yeah. It's gone out over the line. But anyway, it is uh, five points to two here in Danesport. It is Senior Hurling League Group A round three. We'll be going back around the grounds in a few moments' time for updates to see what is happening in the other games. Uh, back to Robbie in the studio, and he'll be out and about with the lads uh, to see how things are going in the other groups and in other venues tonight. This, this is very stop-start, Brendan. You know, there's 23 minutes gone now. Bridger up by three. It's really stop start. Suit the village down to the ground. Um, you know, they'll have that window back in the second half. So, yeah, I see Patrick O'Neill is there as well. 28. We mentioned him at the start, didn't we? He is uh, there. 28, Patrick. We did, yeah. I think. Yeah, he's there anyway. 28. And still a line ball this side. This is about the third one as the ball's going yeah. back down the field. Linesman still has the flag up. And is it, I think it's a, it's, a, it's a village ball now. Yeah, it's a village ball. So the clock ticking down onto the 25th minute here. So the blustery winds are gone for the moment, but it's teeming rain in Danesford. Five points to the bridge, two to James Stevens. As Mark was saying earlier, it could be a seven-point win, but uh, with the driving rain, it's so, so hard. There's a dangerous ball. It's stuck in the corner. It there. Can't see a thing. <laughs> so it's coming out it's now. Coming in it's coming now. again. It's coming in. Gilfoyle trying to work out something. See, it's so hard to get that ball out, yeah. you know. And here's uh, Bennis Bridge drive it down the field, but one back by the village, and now the players are starting to lose their footing. And meanwhile, it's back across towards Adam O'Connor. He makes his way out from corner back towards the middle of the park, and the man that fell there was Dermot Cody. He's uh, after been in the wars already, Dermot. There's one hurled in into the breeze, and again, losing their footing. But the shot was going. It's a beautiful Tyke turn. Dwyer. Brilliant play by Tyke Dwyer. Can he get the score? King Kenny. Knocked it out to Keane. It's a white pass, a lovely yeah, bit of hurling. Score. That's possibly the best score of the game. Yeah. Keane Kenny with the finish. Tyke Dwyer did really, really well. So two points for Keane. He's really doing well, as is Kevin Blanchfield for the bridge in the middle of the park. Don't forget our detail. Menswear, man of the match. I suppose the two of them lads could be on the leaderboard so far. Ah, yeah, look, they're, they're, they're going well. I just think the, the village overall are a little bit more composed on the ball when they have it as hard and all as it is to, to be that, Brendan. But they're a little bit more composed and uh, a little bit more patient on the ball, you know. Well, here Here's come. the score for David Blanchfield, a great point as well. He's got it down from the left-hand yeah. side. And it's a sign, we always say it, a bit of character. He's, he's over there, but he's uh, driven it in. And it was David this time, the centre-back. Yeah. So that's his first. But well, he's, he's, he's centre-forward. Yeah, he's gone centre-forward yeah, centre-field. He's on Niall yeah. Brazel there at the minute, yeah. I see him there. Fine big lad too. Great to see him back. Yeah, absolutely. He was very unfortunate there for the, for the All-Ireland. He certainly was. History, the nature of the game, I should say, yeah. not the history of the game. Here come Bennis Bridge. They've won a fair bit of ball in that half-back line and they're working it forward well, but just not sticking at the moment. Yeah, However, so, so hard. they still lead by three points, six points to three, and we're coming into the last four minutes of the opening half. Ball's on the far side of the park. The reason they're not picking up big atmospheres is because conditions were so bad we couldn't put out the cables tonight for microphones as the ball goes downfield. But there is Enda Morrissey, the captain of Bennett's Bridge this year, swings it back to end it clear. He switches direction, drives it over towards our outside broadcast unit here in Dan's Fort, but it's gathered. Was by Niall Delaney. Breaks off Niall's hand. He gets a second bite of the cherry. Again, players sliding on the ground, but the referee, King Richard Kenny Dowling. Yeah, King Kenny's really playing well, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's very much in it, yeah. He's Certainly. won his free there as yeah, well. Yeah, he's really in know. it. Yeah, he's really. He orchestrated it's a lot Keane he's on really yeah, just, really well yeah he's he, he's uh, out in the middle there he's out drifting between the half forward line and midfield and he's, he's kind of proven hard to pick up really you know 
Well, if you want to be interested in winning that 50 euro voucher for our man of the match, just text who you feel is doing well. So don't forget our man of the match competition. But thanks to Detail Menswear, your chance to win 50 euro voucher if your selection matches that of Marks at the end of the game. And Ocean Langan told me he's a good one to pick a man of the match. But there we are. Six points to three. Bennett's Bridge lead James Stevens here in Danesport. We're heading into the final four minutes of the opening half in dreadful, dreadful conditions. Round three of the Senior Hurling League Group A in Kilkenny. And we'll be heading back to Robbie in a moment or two to see how things are going. This is this is to put it six four now in favour of the bridge if 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 Owen Gilfoyle gets it. And he kind of fell off it a little bit, didn't he? It's gone wide. Yeah, he fell yeah. off that. He's foot. Yeah. But then again, okay, there's plenty of grass but it's slippy. And if you lose ah, your yeah. balance striking, yeah. you know, it's not an easy night for free takers either. No, and he was into the wind. But uh, yeah, still, they'll be happy enough. 6 3. Uh, is that two wides for the village? Two wides for the village. Four for the bridge. Five That's for the bridge. Right. No, I have four, four for yeah, the bridge. Four, two, yeah, yeah. yeah. 6 3 on the scoreboard is what matters. Bennett's Bridge lead by three, but they are playing with the strong storm. Betty behind them tonight. So, John Kinsey, listen, they've 16 men at the minute. Betty is playing with the bridge. But uh, bet he'll be with the village after the half-time break. Here come Bennis Bridge. Can they get another one up there? We were talking about maybe a 6-7 point win, but that's a poor execution by Bennis Bridge coming forward. Shane Dunne, who wins it back for the village. And back to Gavin Costigan. Back to Gavin. Back in the goal. Didn't spot him there in the black jersey coming out in the dark. In the dark, yeah. <laughs> it's actually black dark here. And then for the evening is closing in. Patrick O'Neill hurls it into the middle of the park. Bit of ground hurling. Did very, very well. Did very, very well indeed for Bennis Bridge there. Was Jason Clear. And now it's gone. Kevin Blanchfield came off the oh, post. Oh, off the post from Kevin. Got the shot in the end. Adam O'Connor has yeah, it. Yeah, Adam done well. Shane, Shane yeah, it is Adam. Know. Adam got it. Back out. It comes to a half-back position. They're scrumming for possession there. The bridge on the attack. Still leading six points to three. Nine minutes of the opening half. Full back of the, of the village has it now. Luke Murphy. Free out for the village. Yeah, uh, he got his arm pulled there. He certainly did. He certainly I did. just think, I think even though the village are playing into the wind, uh, Brenda, I just think with that rain, it's actually favouring them slightly in relation to trying to spoil the game. You know, it's, it's, it's easy to spoil it there when, when you're, play, when you're playing... Uh, when that rain is there and you're playing into the wind, you know, the, the emphasis and the pressure is on the bridge to use the wind and it's so difficult, you know, and I think uh, it can really kind of start frustrating you after a while if you feel you're not getting the scores. Well, the bridge are still leading six points to three and Robbie has all the reporters at the other grounds on KCLR. Six points to three, we're on the stroke of half-time here. Bennis Bridge lead. Robbie, back to you. Yes, thanks very much, Brendan, for that. Uh, it is six points to three there between Bennis Bridge and James Stevens. We have a report in from the Glenmore versus Aaron's own game. Raymond Byrne is there for us. Raymond, if you can hear me, what's the score as we approach half time? It's currently nine points to three in favour of Glenmore. The rain is just horrendous, is the only way of describing this condition here at the moment. The players are even staying on the field. Um, the three scores have come from back to me. I know the third point was a long range point, but there's not really much more to say here at the moment. It's just it's amazing that the lads are even able to say any sign of harness. Oh, Murphy's currently on the ball, and it's going in towards Jerry Elward. Jerry's about to take the ball. He has possession of it. He has in fact he's fouled his advantage, and Jerry Elward is the being brought back for a free. So that's, that's how we stand. It looks like a simple enough free for Alan Murphy now to go maybe 10 free ahead. Perfect. Okay. T- perfect. Thank you for the moment, Raymond Byrne. There, where Glenmore, Glenmore lead Aaron's own by nine points to three. On the intermediate side of things, Conaghy are taking on Liz Downey. Rory Kenny is there for us, and he has an update. Twenty minutes gone in the game. 
does Downey lead five points to two? Can he play with the wind from right to left? The conditions seem to be easing up a small bit, but they have the lights on here in Balaraga to try help the players. Good stuff, thanks for that, Rory. Martin Quilty is at the other senior game taking place tonight. That is, of course, Clara versus Tullerone, and he has an update as we approach half-time in that one. Robbie with 22 minutes gone here from Orlingford it's currently Tullerone 1-7 to Clara's 3 points when you were last with me it was 3 points to 2 2 of the men from Tullerone Peter Welsh got a point for Tullerone to make it 4 points to 3 Chris Bulger then got a point for Clara to leave it 4 points sorry that should be 4-3 then Mossy Keown got a point to leave it 5 points to 3 Dara Glynn and Dylan Simpson both getting points each so it was 6-4 in favour of Tullerone Shane Welsh converting a free then to leave it seven points to four and really Tullerone should have had a penalty after 22 minutes but Clara failed to clear the ball and the ball fell in to Mossy Keown who pulled on it first time on the ground to get a goal to leave the score at 1-7 to 4 points in favour of Tullerone and we have just a little over 23 minutes gone here in very wet Arlingford Perfect. Thank you very much, Martin, and to all of our reporters. We are endeavouring to get a score in from Thomas, or um, Blacks and Whites, and or Fenians, rather, against St. Martins. As you can hear, the reporters are even struggling. I do not envy the players tonight, but we are struggling to get onto our reporter at that St. Martins and Fenians game. Hopefully, we will get to him at halftime. But it is now time to go back to Brendan Hennessy and Mark Dowling for the closing stages of the first half of Brendan Bridges' clash with James Stevens. Brendan, it is back over to you thanks Robbie I'd say he's gone home Robbie and I wouldn't blame him if he was it's 7 points to 3 here in Danes 4 to Bridge Lead the only thing that has happened since you're away is we have a replacement David Hennessy is on the village team wearing number 17 and I think he's in a marketing so we I think, think he's in for Dermot Cody because he's picked up a knock earlier on and then he got another knock in the middle of the park half time whistle goes here half-time, in yeah. Danes 4 it's been a horrible horrible way weather wise in this opening half it's been um scrappy enough to say the least but there has been some nice points Keane Kenny pitched him a two beautiful scores in that first half from play for the village the other point came from Owen Gilfoyle from Freeze uh, Bennis Bridge did defend well enough Kevin Blanchfield popped up he scored two from the middle of the park David Blanchfield is listed at six but he is more or less playing as a half forward tonight and he pitched him at one and the other four have come from the stick and Nicky clear from Freeze Bennis Bridge have had four wides Jim Stevens have only two so realistically Robbie there's not a lot between them and I think the wind is the big difference at the moment. Seven points to three to bridge lead. Now, is it enough? We said it might be a seven or eight point. Funny thing about the weather at the moment, the wind seems to have died down a little bit at the moment, but the rain is driving in from the Danes' fourth end of the ground towards the country end, and James Stevens will play with that in the second half. Mark, give us your synopsis on that first half before we do return to Robbie. Yeah, well, look, we've, we've spoken enough about the weather. It's the, I think for the second half, the, 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 the village will be very happy going in uh, seven, three down, uh, but can they manage the wind to their advantage in the second half is the key question I think the bridge struggled with it really and it, that's not being critical because it's so it's, I don't know if it's a help or a hindrance to be honest even with it in your back uh, if the rain dies off and it seems that it might be dying a little bit uh, not as heavy yeah and uh, then the wind might be a little bit more of a benefit uh, to the village uh, village are using the ball a little bit better a little bit more composed on it minding it a little bit better which is very difficult to do uh, the bridge are trying to work it through the lines maybe that might suit them a little bit more against the wind 
Uh, regardless of the score, seven three, tight enough. I, 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 I couldn't see this going up to a big score no. one way or the other. Uh, so Four, I, fourteen points might yeah, win it. The, the likelihood is if the bridge can start motoring in the top half and and get a few scores, this is really going to go down to and, a one or two point game. And ironically, Mark, for a Kilkenny hurling match, we have no goal chances in the first half whatsoever. No keeper was forced to make a save. No, uh, correct no, me if I'm wrong. No, you're right. But uh, the, the the village that were into that wind is going to be very hard to get in on goal. Uh, I thought the uh, the bridge played out a little deep uh, with the wind uh, but look to be honest like it's, it's very hard to kind of pick things because it, you couldn't be any way critical or picky of, of, of the players like they're putting up a, a, a really honest effort there and uh, in fairness to Richard Dowling as well it's worth mentioning Brendan he's, he's, he's been handled it really well been because, excellent, yeah. yeah it's been very difficult to, to, to handle the match in the sense that uh, of the weather and then lads slipping or, or were they pushed and that kind of thing so look, I think you can't blame anyone. I think it's it, they're giving their best, but it is actually impossible to hurl. Sensible approach. Before we do hand back to Robbie, there is a man of the match tonight. People like to get a bit of a pointer. I know they'll be listening. Could be putting on the kettle. Mrs Murphy misses someone getting a score or whatever. But uh, for me, King Kenny is playing excellent for the village. David Blanchfield, Kevin Blanchfield, and the Morrissey at full back. Uh, Niall Brazzle doing well with six. And uh, nice bit of work up front, uh, running off the ball. William Spencer and a few lads playing. But uh, just for the people at home who try to win that 50-year voucher for detail, you'd like it yourself as well, Mark. Yeah, I would. You can't win <laughs> do it. it. Uh, no, I think I think for the bridge, maybe Kevin Blanchfield to me has has stood out uh, a little bit above a few others. Nicky Clear obviously has been good on freeze. David Blanchfield, you'd expect. Uh, um, yeah, look I, from on the on the um, on the village side of things. Look, King Kenny has has been has been good. Gil File again looks like he's he's just so troublesome in there. And um, you know if he got a few more balls, he could do a lot of damage. And I, I did think Dylan McCordy was doing quite well. Half back line actually, Niall Delaney. Niall Brazil and Derek Cody. I'm after naming a lot of people there, but uh, they were they were very solid in the in the in the into the face of that win. So you know, three of them doing well there as well. Okay, well, thanks, Mark, for your first time analysis. That's Mark Dowling on the analysis with us here. So don't forget that man of the match competition. But thanks to Detail Menswear, your chance to win a 50 euro voucher if your selection matches that of ours by the end of the game. 0833069696. That's the text line. It is half time here in Danesport, and it is seven points to Bennett's Bridge. It's three points to James. We won't keep on about the weather. You do know now when you look out the window, it's a bad night across Carlock and Kenny, and we do hope everybody stays safe. And as the weather man and the guardie were saying earlier on, later on tonight, if you haven't to go out, uh, don't go on any unnecessary journeys. That's the message we have here from KCLR. Big hello to John Jack Kinsley. He's tuned to us again in the bridge tonight. Former great with the bridge, and to all the people listening to us, both local, national, and international tonight, to our coverage. Half time in Dan's Fort in the Senior Hurling League Group 8, Round 3. It's Bennis Bridge 7. James Stevens Street. Back to you, Robbie. Yes, thanks very much, Brendan. After this quick commercial break, we will be around all the grounds for updates from the other five games taking place across the senior and intermediate grade in Kilkenny this evening. So don't go anywhere. KCLR Live Sport. The St. Canis's Credit Union Kilkenny Senior Hurling League Round 3. Bennett's Bridge versus James Stevens. With thanks to Nolan's Gala Ardnor, your local convenience store in Delhi, delivering wholesome and local produce with excellent service. Yes, welcome back. It is halftime in all the games taking place in the Kilkenny Senior and Intermediate Hurling League this evening. One of those games sees St. Martin's take on the Fenians in Freshford currently. John Ryan is there for us. John, how is the scoreboard looking at halftime in that game? Uh, hi, Robbie. It's uh, five points apiece here in Freshford. Uh, conditions are terrible, probably the same as all the rest of the matches, I would think. Uh, so both teams, it's, it's very, it's very, as the scoreline suggests, it's very even. 
I mean, the conditions are kind of making that happen. Uh, St. Martins have scored five points, uh, four frees from Shane Kinsler and a point from play from Brian Cody. And the Fenians have scored five with uh, three points coming from Mark Webster from Freeze and Cahal Seelan, corner forward, has scored two good points uh, from play. So five points each, uh, all to play for in the second half. Perfect. Thanks very much, John. And we will be with you for the second half. John Ryan there at St. Martin's Clash with the Fenians. The other game, or one of the other games in the intermediate grade this evening, sees Blacks and Whites take on Thomastown. It is half time in that one as well, and Eddie Dial is there for us. It's currently half time in here in Innisdeeg, and it's Thomastown 112, Blacks and Whites three points. Thomastown raced into a three point lead early on before Sam Byrne pointed a, got a point from a free. A point from play, sorry, and Neil Kennedy got a point from a, from a free. Thomas Stone early on had a few wides as well, so they, they, they started with John Joe Farrell at midfield. John Joe's getting on plenty of ball early on in the game. He's gone back into the full forward in there just before half time. But, but the big moment in the game, Robbie, was it was eight points to three, and James Kennedy, wing forward for Blacks and Whites, struck the crossbar. Could have brought the game eight points to one three, had two points in it. But hit the crossbar, came out, Thomas Town went up the field and got a point. And since then, Thomas Town have went on to get 1-4 unanswered. And that's the big difference in the game, the way Thomas Town have finished the first half, scoring 1-4 unanswered. So it's half-time here currently in Estig, and it's Thomas Town 1-12, Blacks and Whites 3 points. Big thanks to Eddie, who is in Innistig for us. He will, of course, have updates across the second half as well. Another man that will have updates across the second half between Clara and Tullerone is Martin Quilty. Here is a halftime update from that senior match. Robbie, it's halftime here in Orlingford in the St. Canis's Credit Union Kilkenny Senior Hurling League Round 3 game, Clara versus Tullerone. It's currently 1-8 to Tullerone, 6 points to Clara. When you were last with me, it was 1-7-2, 4 points. Mossy Keown getting another point from play before Matt Kenny converted a free and also a point from Martin O'Connell from a quick poke out from Tullerone led to the ball being put over. The bars was turned over brilliantly by O'Connell and he slotted the ball over but it is 1826 points conditions here in Tullerone or in Erlingford I should say are absolutely horrendous the scores are hard to come by frees are being well won it's a very difficult game to referee Peter Burke doing a great job on it but the water is now starting to lodge on the pitch as well and it's making conditions very tough for the players but Tullerone certainly utilising the ball more it is half time though 1-8 to Tullerone 6 points to Clara Thanks very much, Martin. That is one of the three senior games taking place this evening. Another sees Glenmore taking on Aaron's own. Raymond Byrne is at that match for us. Raymond, what is the score at halftime? Last time we were speaking to you, Glenmore were dominant. Halftime score here on John's Park is 10 points to three. The second half has just resumed and Comer have just scored 10 points to four at the moment. Perfect. Thanks very much, Raymond. And we will be back to you as we will be back to all of our reporters very, very shortly. Our last halftime report is from the intermediate grade. Connie are taking on Liz Downey. Rory Kenny is in Ballyraga for us. 1-7 Liz Downey, 1-6 Connie. Owen Kenny got the goal for Liz Downey and Bill Murphy then equalised it. And we finished up with a free from Evan McAvoy. The conditions are getting worse and worse. Liz Downey will come out and play with the wind in the second half. Good stuff. Thanks very much to Rory, to Martin, to Eddie, to John and of course to Raymond. We will be hearing from the lads across the second half of Bennis Bridge versus James Stevens. We'll be handing back to Brendan Hennessy and Mark Dowling very, very shortly. First, second half commentary of that game. As you can hear, with the conditions currently 
across the county a lot of these games are very very low scoring so um, it mightn't be exactly thrilling from a scoring point of view but very very exciting when you consider all of the score lines quite close games and the second half could go either way so make sure to stay tuned to us for the next half an hour or so as we bring you live commentary as I say of the bridge against the village and we'll have reports from the five other games as well that's tonight's action which did eventually go ahead tomorrow we'll have a further two live games on KCLR at 2 o'clock it's in Hugginstown for Mullinavat versus O'Loughlin Gales of course both teams coming off the back of defeats last time out O'Loughlin's with a disappointing loss this day last week to their city rivals Dixborough by three points out in Park Shame Stevon that was a game of course that we brought you live here on KCLR the other game that night saw Tullerone hammer for want of a better word Mullinavat and Mullinavat will be determined to bounce back from that of course a very proud club as are all clubs but they will be expectant down there that they can get a second victory of the season as they will be with O'Loughlin's that's 2 o'clock Adrian Ronan and Eddie Scally will be on commentary duty first and then at half past 4 it's meeting of Ballyhale Shamrocks versus Greg Ballycallan in John Locke Park in Callan of course two teams that did get their first points on the board last weekend it was only a single point for the county champions the Shamrocks they drew 120 apiece with Aaron's own while for Greg Ballycallan a very good result in similar conditions to what we've seen tonight for spells of that game 17 points to 14 against Bennisbridge so just to remind you 2 o'clock Mullinavat versus O'Loughlin Gales live on KCLR then live on KCLR from half past 4 it is Ballyhale Shamrocks versus Greg Ballycallan and of course across the day tomorrow we'll have reports from all of the intermediate games as well as updates from the junior action across the county then on Sunday there's one game live on KCLR it is again in the St. Candice's Credit Union Kilkenny Senior Hurling League it's runaway leaders in their group Dixborough two wins from two looking very very strong under the tutelage of Michael Walsh they will be going up against Dainsford who unfortunately for them have supposedly been the whipping boys of their group so far but of course they will be out to get their first result of the day of the season rather two defeats from two for them uh, disappointment for them under return to the senior grade so far that is of course it was an opening round defeat to Mullinavat followed up last week by a disappointing 10 point loss to Clara KCLR Live Sport the St. Canis's Credit Union Kilkenny Senior Hurling League Round 3 Bennett's Bridge versus James Stevens. with thanks to Nolan's Gala Ardnor your local convenience store in Delhi delivering wholesome and local produce with excellent service Yes, and just from the start, Robbie, the ball has gone downfield. It's a free for the village, and Owen Gilfoyle sticks it in, and it's gone over the bar, and he's got the first one of the second half. Three-point game, Mark Dowling, first score, Owen Gilfoyle in the village, second half started. Yeah, it's a big start from King Kenny, won the throw-in, and got uh, tackled high, and uh, Owen Gilfoyle did the rest. But, uh, yeah, the village are on the attack now, Luke Scanlon. Ross Whelan gave it to Luke Scanlon he pulls the trigger from out far oh, batted from outside the goal the keeper just took no chances ended there he bats it down but it was a brave thing to do and a dangerous thing to do was the referee giving a free? free I think it's a free in possibly in yeah could be a free in and uh, we were hoping that rain it did ease off as Mark commented before half time but it's uh, falling heavily again now and the wind favouring James Stevens in the second half if you just joined us it is the Senior Hurling League Group A Round 3 the half time scoreboard uh, read 7 points to Bennis Bridge 3 points to James Stevens. but now it's 7 points to 4 because the first score as we said in the second half coming from the stick of Owen Gilfile from Freeze and the man that's receiving uh, treatment at the moment is Tygo Dwyer 
Uh, fine player too, Tyke. And uh, I don't know where he's got the injury, but he is injured. He's receiving yeah, attention. Was, he's entitled to that. There was a clash there. I don't know. I don't know. He seems he's fine anyway. He's up, but um, I don't know. Richard Dowling hasn't decided yet what he's going to do. I think it's I going, think it might be a free out now. Could be a free out. Yeah, Richard has changed. He's in the tracksuit. Kill McCall man, of course, and uh, James Stevens man. I think he's got a bit of spray onto the hand and a bit of an adjustment to the helmet as well. They're looking for a spare helmet here, Mark, so I think that's the hold-up. Of course, yeah, he can't take yeah, no. part unless he, he has that. But uh, we're up and running. It was a, yeah, while, if, a while coming around, but here we are. Matches galore again this weekend. Yeah, if the bridge had a, a bigger lead, you know, they'd be quite happy with stoppages like this. But, you know, 7-4 is not enough a lead to, to be milking these stoppages you know and, and trying to run down the clock yeah I still think he's in a bit of bother down there as well well it's the helmet I think I don't think I don't. Oh, think he's, doing a bit of, he's doing a bit of DIY on the helmet but yeah. I think there's a spare one coming in now a spare yeah. one coming in yeah but it is a free out no he's fixed it himself <laughs> the fella running in with the helmet won't be happy I'd no. say he was sheltering in the dugout <laughs> <laughs> no he's ready to go and the clear is a free out now on the 14 yeah it is a free out and for a while it looked like it could have been a free-in, but yeah. the referee has been bang on all night. Richard Dowling, free-out comes from end to clear. Bennett's Bridge, the lights are showing their strength now because the evening is getting darker and darker here. It's hard to believe it's the month of August and Bennett's Bridge, a little bit of hooking and blocking in the middle of the park and doing very well there for them was the man wearing number 18. That's Keen it. Kenny is onto it again. Yeah, Jason Tier had it, but Keen Kenny is onto it. Turns out a trouble. Three Bridgeman on him. Gets away the hand pass towards Nicky. Uh, not Sean Nicky Sean Minogue, I should say. I was looking at the wrong number 13. That's a pull in no, the back. It's a definite free. free, free wire, yeah, yeah Tiger was racing through. Pulled outside the 20 metre line. And Bennett Bridge, no for definite. That was a free. And so does the referee, Richard Dowling. It's a free into James Stevens. And I think we were just saying off air at half time, and I was saying to you about the bridge were trying to do a lot of running with that ball before half time. It seems like. James Stevens did a bit of running with it that time and ironically both teams have to win but who yeah, might the, the, the criticise the villagers so far anyway now we're only four or five minutes into the second half but the villager playing a bit higher a bit closer to end of clear's goal the bridge were maybe a little bit further out from it their full forward line was a little bit further out from it so the village looked threatening the last couple of balls gone in there looked threatening you know a goal uh, wouldn't be surprised if they got a goal shortly you know they look very dangerous ball well, was well in. he's definitely going to get this free on Kilfoyle this is third of the evening two in the second half one in the first half now the scoreboard reads seven points to Bennett's Bridge but it's now five points to James Stevens so two between the mark and uh, we're up and running now yeah the bridge are going to have to get the ball up into the top half and hold it up there for a period of time you know and try and work freeze and try and just try and um, keep their scoreboard ticking over you know because uh, they're going to need scores Village are definitely going to get scores yeah we've about five minutes gone into second half here in the Senior Hurling League Group A round three we're live from Dansford here as Bennis Bridge come forward let's be their first score of the second half the run comes from Kevin the midfielder Blanchard. Kevin Blanche two in the first half he's been worked up the ball it over. Uh, was a great turnaround Niall Brazel did really really well at centre back oh the Village Moving the ball quickly downfield, down to Tygo Dwyer. He's back in the game. Oh, lovely little turn from Dwyer, but he's good at this. Sends it on to the right-hand side. Didn't go Ross for the Whelan. shot. Yes, he gets it to Ross. Number 12. Back out it goes. Did it stick. Man in the middle. Referee, is he given the free? He didn't give advantage because he's going to let fly. And I think... Uh, they're trying to it's decide. A, oh, it's a wide ball. The keeper is not the umpire, but he says it's wide. Now, the two umpires, on, the referee is going to have to go in. Yeah, that's a hard one to call. It was a great shot off uh, Luke Scanlon on the, on the far sideline, you know. So, uh, it was very close anyway. Hard one to call. Hollander making a decision now. No Hawkeye and Dan's fourth. Pint. Point for Luke Scanlon. Given a jet, the referee yeah. was in the position, yeah. And I think they knew it was. And you know the funny thing about it? I, I always say this, Mark, and you know this as well as I do. No Bennett's Bridge player remonstrated. So no, it's, it's a sure no, sign that's there. And, yeah. and still, there's no one said a thing. So there's, 
It obviously was over all right, but uh, it was a great score at Luke Scanlon. Yeah, Luke finished that one. He's the captain of the village this year. Luke. So that's gone in and over the bar. So now it's a one-point game at seven points to Bennett's Bridge, six points to James Stevens. Bennett's Bridge playing against that strong wind. Here comes the ball. one in the middle of the park. It's a fair bit, of, fair bit of work out there in the middle of that park. Blanchfield working it down towards David. Into the full forward line it goes, but it runs too far. Tidied up by... Gavin Costigan in the village goal village are moving it short and the wing half back Niall Delaney has it now good hand pass from Niall Delaney plays it towards David Hennessy Hennessy come on as a sub in that first half if you weren't with us they've lost possession though Bridge win it back Danger Man has it Sean Morrissey just couldn't keep control of it he's been bottled up by Shane Donahue on that far side Donahue did well he stood him up on the far side Hennessy comes back around the corner gets a second bite of the cherry James Stevens drive forward still trailing by a point can they get the levelling score they've held possession now Bridge we're working the way down. Scoring for Ross Whelan. from the middle of the park with the elements behind him. No. Let's fly, but it's gone to the right-hand side. Uh, if anyone was wide. entitled to take a shot... Um, he had the space, hadn't he? Yeah, but it's, it's, it's Ross Whelan. He scored nine points in the last two matches. Here's the driving rain again now, Mark. It's hard to believe, as you said, it's August. It's yeah. only five minutes to eight o'clock, and I tell you, it's Village, village are really dark. pushing up now in the bridge pocket. They're forcing end of, end of clear to go long, which which isn't long with the wind, you know. It's, it's only dropping past the 45 there. Ball went into the middle of the park. James Stevens win it back. Getting a bit of space at the moment. They're going Keen from Kenny. distance. Keen Kenny, but that's going to begging as well. Still a one-point game. The bridge leads seven points to six. Yeah, but actually, not a bad start to the second half. No, I think it might have been Ross Whelan hit that, but uh, they're working the ball very well. Their use of it is good. You know, just minding it, mind it very well uh, in the conditions. This game brought to you with thanks to Nolan's Gala and Ardenor, your local convenience and store in Delhi, delivering wholesome and local produce with excellent service. And a huge thank you to them for their kind sponsorship of this Senior Hurling League Group A Round 3. Hit Three referee. to the bridge. Yeah, referee is indicating something a high challenge there, I think. But the poke outs and the clears poke outs, uh, Brendan, are only are only going landing somewhere between the forty five and sixty five in his own half, you know. Villager forced him to go along and it's it's they're playing into that driving rain now as yeah. well. Bennett's Bridge but uh, this will be interesting because this free is from their 45 in their own half of the park Cl- well closer to the 65 I think yeah Where Jason Clear is going to hit it Jason is going to hit it but uh, I don't think Rory McElroy stick it over down there no Nicky, Nicky Clear obviously didn't fancy it, it just, no. it's just he's better off to stay inside but it could be dangerous though he didn't strike it it's well it, at all it slipped in his hand yeah his hurl slipped in his hand indeed and that's exactly what happened still remains 7 points to the bridge 6 points to James Stevens. out come James Stevens. Ross Whelan he's flying down that far side beautiful stick work from him switch pass inside but he hit it nearly too efficiently he was aiming to get it towards Keane Kenny and uh, Keane was expecting but onto it again. Yeah, Scan- ooh Scanlon was he caught there he still has it he gets a bit of space he's gone for the shot if he gets that it's an excellent score point, yeah. oh he's having a great start in the second half Luke yeah. Scanlon two points for the captain of the village Luke Scanlon it's seven points apiece and Dainsfort in the senior hurling league group eight, round three Luke Scanlon brilliant yeah, score I think, I think we did mention him just before the uh, after the finish of, of the first half he, he had a fine first half too really he was he was on some good uh, did some good things but he's really influential now to start of the second half he certainly is seven points apiece it was always going to happen with the elements but no disrespect to Bendis Bridge like we said at the start it hadn't the, probably enough up on the board but uh, they've, they've worked the ball very well in this, this second half James Stevens. so Bridge yet to score in the second half yeah the, the, the key for the bridge is, is just getting the ball it was the same for the village in the first half getting the ball past that middle third which is so difficult you know but if they can get it inside they'll get, they'll get something out of it well, thankfully, the wind has died down a little bit at the moment. Ball is out to the middle of the park. The puck out coming from the Bennett's Bridge keeper, end of clear. 
and that's out and the referee's indicating it was handled on bridge, the ground yeah. it's going to be a free to Bennett's Bridge now if they strike this well and it gets in around the house because it's definitely not going to go over the bar no it's not and uh, Nicky Clear has not come out to take it either so this is uh, going around the house I think then. Jason Clear is hitting it again so the funny thing about it they're not they're not packing it in there because they're obviously expecting the counter attack to come from James yeah I look I'd be better off to leave a bit of space in there you know yes. for the forwards like it and, and, and um, there's only give t- something to work with you know there's only two forwards inside the 45 which that's is right. ironic yeah and there's three village backs three village backs yeah there's a loose man there here's the free from under the floodlights on the far side he's on the 65 GM Stevens half of the park is this to be the first score for Bennett's Bridge in the second half at half time they did lead by 7 points to 3 but now it's 7 points apiece and we will be going back around the grounds in a moment or two to see how things are going we have uh, the clock ticking away here and we have uh, 11 minutes played in the second half here as the free for Bennis Bridge is still not taken. It was interesting to see the linesman put his flag up on the far side and watch it blowing nearly out of his hand. Here comes the free now. He's putting it in around the house indeed. Let's drop it. It's hanging in the wind up there. Who's going to get the clean catch? The village decide to break it. But it breaks out feeling not a clean take. But ooh, that was high. It was it's David Hennessy was village. coming out. He got high there. Yeah. He got caught and it's definite free. And it's going to be a yellow card as well. I think Raymond Dowling is reaching for his pocket. And I know he might allow no, for conditions. No, he's only giving him a warning. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think there was that much in it, you know. Yeah, just that's what I was saying. Conditions were there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have liked to be on the end of it, honestly. No, no, <laughs> no. Uh, well, there was no malice and there was Not no reaction from the lads either, no. which is fair. Fair is fair. They're brave men to be out there tonight. Yeah, no, I think and there's a fierce uh, discipline amongst both teams. There is. They're a credit, really. They certainly are. Here's the ball downfield for James Stevens. Can they lead here? No, it's won back by Bennis Bridge. Now, they did defend very well in that opening half. Now, Ball retention is crucial in these difficult conditions. Now, they had it well and they knock it down to the middle of the field. A bit of a high ball running onto it is Connor Murphy. Connor wears seven for the bridge. Through the middle of the pitch, they come on the overlap. Comes 15 for them. It's a Jack Campion. It is. Jack Campion, quite enough first half, but he's bound to be quiet when the ball doesn't go into the department. And the difficult night comes in from the outside. Still running in across the shot, didn't come in. The village win it back, working hard in defence. The scoreboard remains seven points apiece. The bridge can't capitalise. The village have cleared it. They have cleared it back downfield. Bennis Bridge now trying to gather. They're back there getting a bit of help from uh, Timmy Kelly, yeah. was there, along with his centre half back. Gets it as far as Danny Coyne. Danny Coyne. Blanchfield has it now. Yes, he has. Coyne got a good ball to Blanchfield. He was lucky he wasn't hooked at the time. That's a great oh, ball. it's a great ball to the middle of the park, his in brother, towards Kevin. the brother Kevin. Two in the first half. Oh, he's battled off one tackle, two tackles. Still going. He's overcarried. And yeah. it's going to be a free out. And you have to credit the village for their defence. Yeah, it was borderline like me. He could have maybe got a free in, but I, I think Richard Dowell made the right call there. You know, it was a tough call on, on Kevin Blanchfield, but, but it probably was a, the right one. Yeah, yeah as the lad said, there was as many steps there as outside the court. But he but probably, yeah. <laughs> it's the right idea, though, to, to run at the village backs because, you know, there's a fair chance he will pick up a free or two. And, and the bridge kind of, we're, we're 13 minutes into the second half and they haven't scored yet. They need, they need to get a point in the board, you know. Don't forget our detail. Men's were a man of the match. 0833069696. If you stay listening to the commentary, pick who's playing well. And I can tell you that uh, Luke Scanlon has started the second half very, very well. There's a few lads still doing well in that department, but uh, we'll worry about that in a few minutes as well, uh, Mark. Yeah, Seven exactly, points yeah. apiece remains. A long-range effort. Uh, well, it's a long-range free from Niall Brazzle. has gone into the 21. And then around the house it goes. Bridger tied up something. Oh, that's high. It's going to be a free out. Free yeah. out something tells me this is going to be a very, very low-scoring yeah. second half. Yeah, I thought at the start that uh, the village were going to start tagging on scores, but I said it earlier, like uh, even with the win in your back, the rain is so um, 
torrential like it's it's I don't know if the wind is that much of an advantage really you know well we're in the middle of the second half here in the senior hurling league group A round three it's seven points apiece we're going back to Robbie Dowling as he goes out and around the grounds there is an injury to a Bennisbridge player at the moment so I'll give you plenty of time Robbie to go out and around to see what's happening elsewhere back to you in the studio Yes, thanks very much, Brendan. The first game we are going to is between Blacks and Whites and Thomastown. Eddie Dial is there for us and here is a second half report. We have 10 minutes gone here in the second half in the league between Thomastown and Blacks and Whites. It's currently 2.18 to Thomastown, four points to Blacks and Whites. It's been all Thomastown in the, in the second half, so it has the big, big, big turning point is a goal from John Jafar after a brilliant move in from midfield, sweep and move, three or four players involved. John Donnelly on the end of it played a great ball over to John Joe Farrell and John Joe found the back of the net. Again, John Joe's very prominent in the last few minutes as well, adding another couple of points as well. But it's all Thomastown moving very well from that middle third, just overrunning blacks and whites and they're getting free shots. They're nearly queuing up at this stage now for scores. But blacks and whites, they're staying at it, they're staying in it. But unfortunately, in 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 his here, it's currently Thomastown 218, blacks and whites four points. Thomastown looking very good. Yes, thanks very much, Eddie. It is, of course, a heavy lead there for Thomastown. Glenmore are taking on Aaron Zone. Raymond Byrne is there for us. Raymond, how are we looking now into the second half? Yeah, just we, we've just got to 20 minutes gone in the second half here. Glenmore seems to be, seems to be just able to keep that, that distance at a six or seven point. Currently, it's 15 points, Glenmore, seven points to Castle Comer. So, just then, the conditions are terrible, as I previously said. Perfect. Thanks very much, Raymond. We will be back to you very, very shortly indeed. Martin Quilty is at the other senior game this evening. It's Clara versus Tullerone. Martin, how are we looking there? Robbie, we've just got a third goal of the game here from Orlingford and the score is now Tullerone 1-11, Clara 2 goals and 6 points, the goal coming from Dara Glinsome, great work turned over around the 45 metre line by the Clara forwards, the ball worked its way up with quick hand passes, found its way to Chris Bulger, Bulger put the cross, a pass to Dara Glynn who made no mistake this time and buried it past a helpless Paul Boggy in the goal and from what looked like a defeat for Clara has certainly turned around here and now Tullerone are under pressure to try and get a score but it is currently 1-11 to Tullerone, 2-6 to Clara and we have just approaching 17 minutes gone. Perfect, thanks very much Martin. Still looking for an update from the other two intermediate games that are currently taking place this evening. Of course it is St Martins versus Fenians and Connie Shamrocks versus uh, Liz Downey that is currently taking place across the county in the St. Martins game. It is, well, it was 5-all at halftime, as we heard. No update from there as of yet that I can find anywhere. Struggling to get through to some of our reporters this evening. I think conditions are a large reason for that. It is Phoenix 10 points, St. Martins 7 points, about 12 or 13 minutes or so gone in the second half in that one while between Liz Downey and Conaghy Shamrocks as we go into the second half there um, or rather it was half time it was 1-7 to 1-6 in favour of Liz Downey not getting anything in from that game 
as of yet so we will wait and see how it goes of course we will be back around the grounds very very shortly indeed for updates from all of those games horrendous conditions across the county I see that uh, hashtag horrendous conditions is trending horrendous conditions between Bennis Bridge and James Stevens, and that's where we're going back to now for commentary of Bennis Bridge versus the village Brendan and Mark Dowden are there Brendan it is back over to you Yes, indeed, and the village are starting to take control here, Robbie. They're leading by two points, and I tell you, Luke Scanlon is on, on fire in the second. I've got a cracking point from play when you were away. He struck it really, really well, and that's been followed by a score. We do believe from Owen Gilfile. We struggle to see it with the Brawleys here in Dansport. The driving rain comes forward, but it's now a two-point lead for James Stevens, and uh, that point from Scanlon put them into the lead for the first time here at eight points to seven, but following up, and if, if it is Gilfile to get it, uh, it is nine points to seven. That's what's on the scoreboard, and the village lead by two. Now, however, Bennett's Bridge have a free and Jason Clear has come all the way out towards the 65 to have a crack at this. And this is kind of the ones where you get an old sloppy goal. We didn't see a goal chance only, but he puts this in around the house, Mark. Anything can happen. Yeah, again, the hurdle slipping in his hand is so hard to strike it. Um, it was difficult and yeah. the, the, the village are going to clear this. David Hennessy's done well since he's yeah. come in, hasn't he? He's one David, of Hennessy, David Hennessy has done really well. Niall Delaney, Niall Brazel, they've been very good across the half-back line. Yeah, and I think there's a free coming here because there's a village man. There's a bit of a argy bargy developing there. And there's a new man in yeah, there for the bridge as well. in the corner that we can't see. Yeah, a little bit of an argy bargy. Village but won't mind. Two points up. Two points up, and the clock says we're at the 19th minute of the second yeah. half. So 11 minutes remaining, Mark. I think my time is corresponding with yours. Yeah, no, we're spot on there. 11 minutes left. And then probably, well, he didn't play. I don't think he played no, anything in the I first half. You. He just wants uh, to get in. If so. there's more than a score in it at full time, I don't think he'd be playing much either, even no. though he has to. It's absolutely horrible. Anyway, it's uh, going to be a free, and it's a free in two. It's a free for the bridge, isn't it? It is a bridge. It looks like it's a free and for the bridge. And hitting the Jets. Yeah. Free to the bridge. This is crucial. It'll pull it back to a one-point game. Yeah, and James Stevens lead by nine-seven. It looks around on the twenty-one, just about ten or fifteen year, uh, yards in from the sideline. Yeah, so it's a difficult expect- angle, but you just expect them to drive that straight at the black yeah. spot, wouldn't you? Yeah, low, low doesn't and miss too many. No, low and hard. Don't put the commentators course on them. No, Mark. no, I shouldn't. No. <laughs> here's here's the free for Penis Bridge. It will be their first score in the second half. If ah, they get yeah, it, he, he got, got it. it. It's yeah, gone in. Badly needed. Badly, badly needed. That's his fifth of the evening for Nicky. It's their first yeah. in the second half. They're on to eight points. Nine points to James Stevens. Eight points to Bennett's Bridge. Yeah, the Bridge need to keep that ball up there now and just try and work another free or another score. You know. This game brought to you with thanks to Nolan's Gala, Ardnor, your local convenience store, and Delhi delivering wholesome and local produce with excellent service. Luke Scanlon having a great second half. Yeah, no, he's been really influential in the second half. He's three points there, excellent scores as well, all difficult scores, you know, and he's on a lot of ball. Yes, indeed. Here comes, uh, I think that's Gilfoyle on the far side. He was, uh, my vision was blocked by two bridge lads run, yeah. running goal side. Coming good out now with the bridge anyway. There was a few heavy hits going in there now. They're all, free out. Well, the referee's given a free for that one. It didn't look bad, but Raymond, uh, to be fair to him, was bang on. Or Richard, he's uh, bang on all night. Yeah, he has been. And I said the players deserve great credit because their discipline is outstanding and they haven't reduced physicality or, or, or the hits at all, but they've been very disciplined, you know. Certainly have. Here come Bennis Bridge Kevin Mo- moving downfield. He's having a good game too, Kevin. Downfield he goes. Two points earlier on. Switches it over to the right-hand side. Defence is good though. A good, good bit of tidying up there by Adam O'Connor. Didn't get the clearance away, but he intercepted the bridge ball coming forward and the village have it because they're working so hard. They'll work very hard without the ball on that occasion. He's and going to throw it in, is he? I think it's going to be a throw just outside yeah. the 20-metre line. He's indicating that he's going to throw it and he's explaining to the players... What has happened there? Yeah, it's going to be the first throw ball of the night. Nine points to the village, eight points to Bennett's Bridge. Could we see a draw match here, Mark? 
Oh, easily. You could easily see a draw match, yeah. Long time, long way to Bridger, go. Yeah, Bridger are starting to get back into it a little bit now after kind of weathering a heavy storm, pardon the pun, uh, from the village. <laughs> uh, They're getting good. The village are coming out now. Certainly so. Here come James Ross, Stevens coming down the field. Ross Whelan. Yeah, how short he holds the runner. stick. Yeah, he is a very, very strong runner indeed. Ross wearing 12, runs down to a left half forward position. Steve Minogue is in for... Liam Rafter. That's a bit of holding there. Doing well was uh, Shane Byrne. Looks he's in on the bridge team now. He didn't start, but he's there wearing number five. So Shane is in, and the free is going to be taken by Bill Hughes. He's uh, going to take it here. So the rain still drives downfield. Now they're going to put that ball for his. That's very close to the sideline, but yeah. obviously someone's given him the call down I'd there. It could nearly be gone out. Uh, the referee, I'm keeping an eye on the ref because we can't so see where the ball yeah. has gone. And I think that it is going to have stopped. Right, yeah, he played it very close to the line, he didn't did, he? Yeah. He didn't give it a chance, really. No, but I actually think the ball skewed off the hurl again. Yeah, probably did. Yeah, but still it was a, he was aiming. He wasn't going to widen the play anyway. Yeah, it might be better just putting it in dead yeah, centre. Narrow route side. One. Nine points to James Stevens. Eight points to Bennett's Bridge. Senior Hurling League, Group 8, Round 3. And uh, at the moment, if it stays this way, well, James Stevens will be on four points after tonight. If it finishes level, of course... Both of them will be on three points. They're both on two at the moment. Free for the bridge. After two rounds, and now it's a free for the bridge. Now, there's driving rain, but that strong wind is not what it was earlier on. And this is an ideal opportunity. However, Mark, yeah. it's still difficult, isn't it? Yeah, Nicky Clear is going to hit this one. Uh, now there's a, it's extremely difficult. There's uh, a fair few bridge players going in around the, the, the square now. Yeah, but I'd say Nicky would probably have the distance there, I'd say. Now, it'll be difficult, but I'd say he'll have the distance. Just to mention that I think... Uh, uh, I think Kyle Ryan might be on. For, I see him down there yeah, on the full forward line. Yeah, on the full forward. It's just so hard to see the numbers there, but it, it, there's definitely a substitution in, but I think it yeah, might be Kyle Ryan. I think you're right. I spotted him there a moment ago. I think you could be right. Here's the free. He has a distance oh, he struck anyway. struck it well. That's a great score. He struck it well. Yeah, That's a, a super score. score. Full credit to Nicky Clare. That is a super score, and that is his sixth point of the night here in Dance 4. Two in the second half, four in the first again. half. Nine points apiece. This game is in the melting pot here in Dance 4 in the Kilkenny Senior Hurling League Round 3. I make it 24, 25 minutes Yeah, gone. I know. It's 24 now. Uh, levels nine points all, but the, but the bridge have a bit of momentum now behind them, you know. They seem to be winning things around the middle third. Here they come. Is that an illegal challenge? Yes, yeah, it is. A a silly free to give away. Silly free after all the hard work. And the man that uh, Jason Clear is the man that committed yeah, the foul. He's injured now. He's injured as well, yeah. And so is the, so is the village man. Yeah, I think maybe Sean Minogue. Nine points apiece. Nine points apiece here in Danesfort. And I think we'll be going back to Robbie in a moment. Yeah, we'll go back to Robbie. We've a hold up here. And there is uh, plenty of action elsewhere. So it's nine points apiece here, Robbie. Little over five minutes remaining. Yes, thanks very much, Brendan. Um, there is a report in from the Liz Downey versus Conaghy game. Rory Kenny is there for us. Rory, how is that game looking? 15 minutes gone, 1 9 to 1 8 to Liz Downey. It's hard to say anyone is really standing out, bar the free takers. The free takers are vital today in these conditions. Yes, free takers vital across the county in these conditions today. It has to be said. Um, there are, of course, a lot of games taking place across the county. You've heard reports um, across this evening from us. Martin Quilty is at Claret versus Tullerone. How is that looking, Martin? 
Robbie approaching 26 minutes gone here in Orlingford the Brawley is gone the Thunder is in the air and it is a draw game here One eleven to Tullerone 2-8 to Clara Clara has really come into this game in the second half and they are now the better team and could go on to win this Tullerone hasn't scored since the 40th minute of the game but it is a draw game currently here at the minute One eleven to Tullerone 2-8 to Clara and it's anybody's game Thanks very much, Martin, for his extensive report across the evening from Clara versus Tullerone. Just to say that it is all over in Innistig and Thomastown comfortable winners on a scoreline of three goals and 21 points to one goal and six points over the blacks and whites played in. And this word and phrase has come up a lot. Horrendous conditions. So thanks very much for the updates there. Eddie Dial was there for us. So that's the first full time of the evening. Glenmore are currently taking on Aaron's own in the third of the three senior games taking place tonight. Raymond Byrne is at St. John's Park for us, Raymond. How is that game looking? Are we approaching full time? Well, just, just, just touching. We're going into two minutes of, of additional time. Then more put the game to bed, and probably about the twenty-seven or twenty-eighth minute when Ian Burton broke onto a loose ball and smashed it to the back of the net, which had left it. Um, the game is one seventeen to ten points. So it's just, it's just about up. Then more. Ian Burton stands over a free forty-five yards out in the sideline. And I'd say there won't be much more play after this season. But currently, anyway, one seventeen to ten points. The ball is dropping into the square, and it's gone wide. One seventeen to ten points is probably going to be the, the final here. Um, there is another phase, all right, but. Um, Perfect. Raymond seems to have dropped out on us there, but nevertheless, we did get the gist of it. Glenmore, one goal and 17 points. Aaron's own 10 points. So uh, probably no need even for a full-time update there. Glenmore are going to make it three wins from three in that one. We do have another update in from the game between Clara and Tullerone. We just heard from Martin Quilty there, but he is back for another update. And here is what he had to say. Robbie, what a turnaround in this game. We thought that Clara might push on and win it when they drew it at 2-8 to 1-11 apiece. But Tullerone has really come to their own. They've lightened up, or livened up, I should even say, in the last couple of minutes, hitting four unanswered points. They have a 65 at the minute as well, which might even be five unanswered points. But Mossy Keown getting two, Garrod done, and Shane Welsh from a 65 has left the score well into injury time at the minute. One fifteen to Tullerone, 2-8 to Clara, and where it looked like Clara may go on and win this game it's now probably going to end up in a defeat with a couple of minutes left here in Erlingford Brilliant stuff thanks very much Martin Tullerone looking like they are going to make it two wins from their last two games who is going to get a second victory of the season is it going to be Bennis Bridge or James Stevens? it's time to find out we're handing back to Brendan Hennessy and Mark Dowling Brendan it's over to you for the closing stages yeah well Owen Gilfoyle has got a score a moment ago when you were away Robbie and then the bridge came forward and I have to give full credit to Gavin Costigan he brought off a tremendous save it was a very workman like performance from bridge going forward but Costigan brought the best out of now the bridge are pulling from outside the 45 it's gone in right. and over the bar yeah. and we are level and we're into the final two minutes here it's gone so Kevin difficult Blanchard. To see who's who, but Kevin Blanchfield has got his third point of the evening, and I'll tell you, there's a fair few fellas there for man of the match performance as well. Kevin Blanchfield, Luke Scanlon, uh, it's there right up there, Mark. I think, but yeah. ten points apiece, which is most important for the people listening tonight. That's the score at the moment, and this game I mentioned draw a few minutes ago. Now it is draw written all over because I make it. We've 29 minutes played. Yeah, t- uh, just 29. But you know, I was thinking about it there. We're on a break. Like neither of these teams deserve to lose tonight. To be quite honest, you know, even regardless of the conditions they've had to. Uh, um, play and it. they just don't deserve to lose there really hasn't been one better than the other 
Well, certainly hasn't. It's been horrible conditions and they've been very, very disciplined both sides. Here come James Stevens. Can they get a winning score? What's left on the clock? Niall Brazel thumps one down into the corner forward position. Ball breaks. Bridger trying to clear this one, but did a village man get a touch on it? It's absolutely black dark here in Dainsport. The lights are doing a job for us here tonight as well. They've got a great facility. The lights are shining. There's a rook for possession. The referee, Richard Dowling, is saying, continue on there, lads. Work away. Or is he going to throw it in on the 20 metre line? In. I think he's going to throw it in, Mark. Yeah, he's going to throw it in. There's less than a minute left. Normal time now. He might be quite happy to give a, give both teams a point out of this. Okay, well, if you want to win that voucher, now is your last chance to text. Detail menswear, 50 euro voucher. Pick your winner, 083-306-9696 for your man of the match here in the Senior Hurling League Group A round three. Here's the throw ball. It's like Tormund Park at the moment, Mark. Ah, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's impossible even to see what's happening there now. It's 20 players in a scrum. Bridger coming out with the ball. Or are they? Yes, they are. And the ball is clear downfield. And there he is again, Kevin Blanchfield. He drives line it ball for the village. And it's uh, going to be a line ball for the village. And the howling wind again now blows. Ten points apiece. We're heading towards the 30th minute. Mark, your watch seems to be better than my one. Or bang on 30, I'd say. Yeah, we're bang on 30 right now. So it depends on what he decides to play. But as I said, uh, you couldn't blame him if he decided to give both of them a draw here. Yeah, it'd be kind of a deserved result, yeah, would it? Yeah, definitely, yeah. There, there, there'd be nothing between them. But both of them on to three points if they do. James Stevens, Bennis Bridge, of course, defeated Aaron's own in the first one. Losing out to Greg Bally Callan last week. Of course, Bally Callan take on Shamrocks tomorrow at half four and Callan will bring it up. Balls back in, play is on. Still remains ten points apiece here in Dane's Fort. And the referee is it's indicating a, the ball is... Over there oh, it's unbelievable, it's yeah. a... Throw, push and he's telling everyone to stand back I think he could be about to throw it in again or it's he, actually over he, yeah. is he blowing the full time whistle he's, the full -time he's whistle, after yeah. blowing it it's finished 10 yeah. points apiece and you couldn't you couldn't, you couldn't blame, blame him I suppose no, 10, points, blame. Of, 10 no. points apiece Mark there was a few good performances we come back to the match in a moment man of the match people would be mad to know who wins it they all want to win a 50 euro voucher yeah, difficult well, look, enough job tonight it is and like you know probably the tendency is to give the team that wins obviously no team won tonight but I think when the match was in the balance there for, for both teams, uh, Luke Scanlon and, and Kevin Blanchfield, uh, they both got three points. I'd give it ever so slightly to um, Kevin Blanchfield for, for just Bridge coming, having to come back and fight like hell in the middle third there. But both of those players I thought were outstanding. Yeah, over the 60 minutes, Blanchfield was excellent, wasn't he? He was. He just worked so hard. And Luke Scanlon had just had so much class on the ball in the, those conditions. His touch was really solid. His shooting was outstanding. Uh, I, I hate to pick one of them over the other, but uh, for the purpose of it, I'd go with Kevin Blanchfield. OK, thanks, Mark. Well, Kevin Blanchfield, are detail menswear, man of the match tonight in Dainsford in the Senior Hurling League Group A round three. So detail menswear, Casey Lohr, man of the match. Now, Mark, back to the game. Seven points to three. It wasn't fair of Bennett's Bridge at half time and in fairness to the village they went ahead 9 points to 7 but the bridge to be fair turned the corner again worked so hard it was crappy anything could have happened but we reckoned that the draw was a fair result the draw was a fair result Brendan there's no doubt about it I think just taking the conditions into play taking the discipline of the players uh, the honesty of effort I think they both deserve to go back with something now look will they both be happy with something I'm sure they will because either of them could, could have lost that match at least to get another point in the board um, but like the bridge fought fierce hard um, after the, the start of the second half where the village got a bit of momentum got the scores looked like they might kick on and pull away and the bridge dug in really against the run of play and against the momentum that the village had built up um, and that's really what got them their draw that, that kind of minute 15 to minute 25 when they kind of got back in the game dragged themselves in and I thought Kevin Blanchfield probably was the, the big reason uh, behind that uh, just to mention other, like the half-back line for the village I thought was excellent. Nigel Laney, uh, Nigel Brazel and, and um, Nigel Laney when he came on and Dermot Cody had done well up to his, his withdrawal. Um, 
And then like the likes of Keane Kenny and Gil Foyle again, you know, he's been very good in their three matches. Uh, Ross Whelan again did well. Uh, mightn't have got the scores he hadn't in the, the, the previous matches, but did well. But the, the, for the bridge, I just thought it was very dogged workmanlike. They'll be very happy with that because you know what? It wasn't a night for hurling. It was a night for, you know, a bit of, a bit of rolling up the sleeves and, and hard work and spirit and that. And they showed plenty of it there to get to get a draw out of it. Well, three points after three games for each team. They won't be overly disappointed with that, I think, will they? No, I don't think so. Like, I mean, look, the results... You know, like it's not the end of the world, win or lose. You want to win them, all right, and you don't want to be looking down the table. Uh, but in, you know, form and momentum and and uh, humour in training and all of those things, positivity and that are are all important at this time. It keeps the thing ticking over week to week, and both of those teams will go home. I would say relatively happy tonight that they, that they got something over Brendan because it could have went either way. OK, well, upcoming fixtures. Jim Stevens will be playing Aaron's own on Friday the 1st. Of course, there's a break next weekend. That will be in Muckalee at 7pm. And on Sunday the 3rd, Shamrocks, Bally, Hale and Bennett's Bridge will go head-to-head in Thomastown at 2 o'clock. And then the following week, just to give you the fixtures, uh, Bennett's Bridge and Glenmore uh, at 1.30. That will be in uh, Inishdeeg at 1.30 on Saturday the 9th. And Jim Stevens and Shamrocks, Bally, Hale, which will be an absolute cracker. I take it in the final game on Saturday night at also 1.30pm. So a few interesting fixtures coming up for both sides Yeah, as well. sure, look, they're all... They're all, uh, they're all interesting. Yeah, yeah, like, and they can all go either way, you know, on, on the day. Uh, there's nothing between the teams, really, when it boils down to it, you know. Uh, they're all hard fought, so you can never be sure that you're going to maybe get anything out of any, res- uh, any result or any, or any result out of any match. Uh, I just think the way both tables are shaping up at the minute, and obviously it'll be a lot clearer on Sunday night, but, but, but I think it's going to be a very tight finish, uh, both at the top of the tables and, and at the bottom of the, of the groups you know um, there doesn't seem to be much between the teams okay a couple of teams have a couple of wins but they don't, no one seems to be really uh, racing ahead or anything like that so uh, yeah next few weeks Brendan I suppose round four and five are going to be crucial um, you know and, and we'll probably get a clear picture then on how the rest of the season is going yeah, to maybe and, go and lots more action tomorrow we have two more live matches on KCLR but lots more action right over the weekend in all grades yeah geez, it's hard to keep up with all the matches with the, with the, with the, with the, with the junior senior intermediate and then some of the underage stuff as well with the 19s and that being on at the moment there's a lot going on but there's a huge hunger for, for, for the matches there's huge crowds even the decent crowd in, in, uh, considering the weather here tonight um, you know, so there's there's there's, there's great um, appetite for 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 all the club matches at the minute, which is great to see. And and look, we've mentioned it before, the grounds are in amazing condition. Like the pitch out there, like it it actually looks perfect right now. It held up well, yeah. Everyone has gone off the pitch. The pitch looks absolutely perfect. It it and, be, it did, and it didn't cut up. No, I was going to say it doesn't seem to be one divot on it. You know, well, which is a credit to them. You fan, know, fantastic to see. Well, yeah. t- tomorrow the games are Greg Ballycallan and Shamrocks. We'll be live from John Locke Park at four thirty. Also on the St Canis's Credit Union Senior Hurling League Group B Round Three. Uh, Clara Tullerone. That was tonight, of course. Uh, tomorrow Saturday, Mullen Nevada and O'Loughlin Gales. That's in Hoganstown. Uh, Gavin Quilty, our match referee there. And on Sunday the twenty, uh, Michael Walsh's Dixborough take on Dane's Fort, where we are tonight at Park. James Stevens with Gay Rafter, the referee. Then Mark, thanks a million for tonight. Uh, I don't think Great anyone friend. will give out to you about Man of the Match. The village as I say, you yeah, could have got I know, it's hard, hard to pick it. But it's hard to pick it any night, uh, you know, or any. It's only a matter of opinion, really. That's all. Yeah, look, you could honestly, you could pick a load of lads, to be honest. And and the effort of, of both groups of players there was fantastic. I mentioned the discipline. I mentioned it again because so hard to keep your discipline when you're when you're going fully at it there, you know. Uh, and Richard Dowling allowed. Yeah, I think he was brilliant. I thought he was outstanding, yeah. really, because he he got everything right, really, you know. Uh, but um, yeah, so no, look, there's fine performances on both sides. I think I do think both sides will be will be pleased considering. 
you know, to even that was in it and they, they got, both got something out of it so they have something to work with. Okay, I can guarantee in your new commentary career that the weather does get better. This is the worst <laughs> night I've been out in 28 years. I don't know yeah. about you no, uh, on the sideline with Kilkenny or the Borough yeah. or whoever, but uh, it has been rough. Uh, yeah, Mark, but listen, thanks a million for tonight. Great Look forward to your thanks company again and thanks for previewing early on with Robbie. Robbie, that's it from Dan's Four. Thanks to everybody here at Dan's Four Club. We'd be very, very well looked after tonight in horrible conditions, but in fairness, they had the place looking impeccable tonight. They've all worked hard. Credit to all the volunteers, including the man that marked the field this morning, the people who put out the flags and everybody who did the car park tonight and to all the brave souls from Bennett's Bridge and the village who travelled here tonight and to all the neutrals who came along to see this match they deserve huge credit horrible conditions but it's finished all square here in the Senior Hurling League uh, Group A Round 3 and uh, it's did I say Group A? I did, yeah, I got it right. Bennett's Bridge, 10 points. James Stevens, 10 points. I'll be back from Callan tomorrow afternoon. I'll be on tonight at 10 o'clock with Country and Irish. And I hope Mark Dowland tunes in as well. He likes Declan Ernie, I heard. But anyway, that's it from here. And a huge thank you to our match sponsors tonight. And we appreciate uh, everybody who tuned in tonight also here on KCLR 96 of M. So thanks to Nolan's Gala in Arden or your local convenience store and Delhi, delivering wholesome and local produce with excellent service. And congratulations to both clubs tonight. To were credit to who they represent. Goodbye from Dan's Ford. KCLR Live Sport The St. Canis' Credit Union Kilkenny Senior Hurling League Round 3 Bennett's Bridge versus James Stevens. With thanks to Nolan's Gala Ardnor Your local convenience store in Delhi Delivering wholesome and local produce With excellent service